Today on Pastor JDO3, Pastor Joel talks about cancel culture, social media, and ministry, and social media, and the millennial generation. Keep listening to be challenged by today's discussion. And now, part four of Wisdom from Big Brother. Well, let's say this. I, I think one of the things that people confuse is the line between accountab- holding someone accountable and judging them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so yeah. that's really why the pew often rejects accountability and the pulpit uh, rejects accountability because of judgment. So talk about that. Like, how, how does one hold someone accountable without being judgmental? Or, or is there a difference? So really, when I think of judgment, I think of that you you pretty much have said this is who you are and there's no room for growth because i'm honestly judgment really judgment is, is done by god at the end final judgment so when i think of judgment i think of you labeling someone something that uh cannot be changed like okay you call someone a liar well by calling them a liar and you're judging them that means you're saying that person has lied, will lie, and always will lie. That's what I think about judgment. It's it's past, present, and future. Accountability is we look at this action and we do not really attach it to you. Accountability is grabbing this action and evaluating this action and saying, yes, you did this. You lied. You lied. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about that. Why did you feel the need not to tell the truth in this situation? And it's like it's like counseling. You you tell you tell me. Let's talk about. Let's talk through this. Let's heal. Because honestly, we, we should look at these. Well, that's what they are. We should look at sins as a condition that needs to be treated. Why why are you doing these things? Like ask questions. Like. Judging is, you did this, you are this. Accountability is, why? There's a bunch of questions. Why, in this instance, did you do this? Accountability is constantly being a teacher, constantly loving someone, constantly wanting them to be better because um, judging is easy. It's, 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 the, it's the foundation of cancel culture because it's just like, you are this, I don't want to deal with you anymore. You be gone. It's like people are being cast to, <laughs> cast yeah. into hell. Yeah, this what's happening. <laughs> Look, you're, they, you're they got they got uh, the council culture from us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always been there. Like I'm exaggerating, but <laughs> but honestly, they got it from human yeah. nature. They got it from sin. It's just called something different. Uh, council and ca- council culture. It just seems so crazy and immediate because you see it. Yeah. It's on it's, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, it's on social media, and then it's on television. This person is no longer with us. Their life as they know it is probably going to be over. That's judgment. Yeah. Accountability is like Yeah, yes. Accountability is I love you. It's almost like I love you because you are me. I love me. I love you. You're my neighbor. I love you as myself. And so 
instead of just cutting you off and uprooting you and throwing you into the fire, I'm going to water you. That's what accountability is supposed to be. It's supposed to be you getting water. Well, when I worked at University of Houston uh, as an advisor, we had this director who was a retired pastor. He would call it like, if, if you did something you weren't supposed to do, like you wouldn't know it, that you did something wrong until 10 minutes into the conversation <laughs> because he was, he was holding you accountable but he was like loving you through the whole thing. You're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm getting spanked. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, I did something wrong. <laughs> and to this day, I don't even know how he did it. Yeah. He's just talking to you. Oh, how are you doing? Yo, everything going great. What about the students? Oh, it's like, um, oh, what, what is it? Oh, it's a comp, it's like a compliment sandwich. Good, uh, good adjustments. Good. It's like. These are all the wonderful things you are doing. I'm so proud of you. Things are going great. But let's talk about this part right here. You know, let's look at the tape. You've done, and, and, and it sets you up to where it's like, a lot of these good things are really who you are. This little part is out of character. Let's talk about that. And then let's talk about more of the good things that you're doing. So it's, it's taking the time. Cancel culture and judgment is easy. It's, it, it's, it's, it's cheap because time, you can't get time back. And real accountability is expensive. My family last year, my wife suggested, let's take all seven of us and go have two family therapy sessions with just with a yeah. counselor. And one of the most challenging things, Joel, was to sit there in a session and hear my kids who ain't got nary a child, nary a responsibility, critique your boy. I'm like, what? Like, you critiquing me? Like, really? But to, to sit there and to take that in and say, wow, this is the perspective they have, and that goes back to what you're saying. Like, I don't, I'm not even always aware of how my presence and how my presentation impacts the whole ship. Uh, yeah. and so what, what would you say about that? So yeah, I, I think when I talk to, you know, my male cousins, my friends and all that, I say to them, just say it's, it's my fault. Just stick with that. Start, start with those words. It's my fault. And just really sit back and evaluate how you are treating your family. And, and I, re I realize that the sweeter I am to my wife, the sweeter she is to me. The, the nicer and the more patient I am with my oldest son, the nicer he's is more patient with me and his little brother. Like, you know, you know, as a man, we are in a great position of, I'm just gonna use this one word, responsibility. Um, and it really boils down to how we respond in every single situation. Like, I think that should be the first thing that we think about when it comes to being, you know, the man of the house. You know, I think the best and most pure um, leadership is really the one where everybody chooses you to be the leader. You know, they, it's, it's like football teams where the players choose the captain. You know, be the obvious choice. 
Now, we have talked all over the place, but I did want to touch this. What is so social about social media, and how did this thing creep up on the church and that got us pinned down with So social media is social in the way that you're actually able to have relationships with people online. Now, there's an argument that you can't have you can't develop deep relationships with people online. I push back on that because you can have, because typically, because people get catfished all the time. Well, like, no, ain't no way not, you gonna get catfished if you ain't built no relationship. Well, <laughs> you a man? Oh my lord! <laughs> I guess, I guess maybe, yeah, yeah. I, I guess, I guess in its purest sense. In the, in the purest sense, you can, because the biggest uh, part of being social is that exchange of who you are, and it's that communication. I mean, people, people, you know, used to de- start and develop relationships as pen pals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people have an easier time communicating writing than they do speaking. And so what's social about it is we're exchanging who we are, whether it be through words or whether it be, you know, through words or through video. Working with the millennial group and this young adult group, there's this balance where we're saying, hey, be honest, be transparent. But we're also saying, uh, could you not post that? It's, you know, it's a little too honest, a little too transparent. Don't flaunt your sin life. Uh, so. How do we help young adults find this balance uh, between this honesty and the transparency that's needed to introduce people to Christ and to help build people's relationships and not exposing everything? Yeah, so I think we, we can use their, one of their words, that's branding. And we can say, what type of person do you want to be known as? Because if you put that stuff out there, you can't take it back and you can't assume that people are going to look at you as being a fellow human being. The idea of a fellow human being is that we all have our weak points. And so this person just said this and they said this from a place of frustration. That's what we hope people are going to do. But they don't. So really, it's going to be the idea of, okay, what do you want people to understand about who you are? And so you have to be careful. You have to be thoughtful about that. I mean, it's the same conversation that our parents have with us. They said, what type of reputation you want to have? So branding and reputation are the same thing. What an honor it has been to spend time in dialogue with Pastor Joel Pearson. We would love to add you to the dialogue. Simply use the hashtag PastorJDO3 or the hashtag JDO3 podcast to join this discussion. Take the time to like and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow my blog, and podcasts and social media accounts 
by searching using, of course, the hashtag PastureJDO3 or searching for me, Johnny Ogletree III. I look forward to having future dialogues with you. Now, if you missed any of the previous parts of Wisdom from Big Brother, take the time to research and experience and receive some of the wisdom shared in this dialogue. Next month, join us for an entirely new discussion on Pastor JDO3, the podcast.